G'day, Benny Hoover and BJ Wallace here with the Skull Sessions podcast. Remi- remix intro. What is doing? Yeah. It's crazy, crazy Friday morning. Something a bit new. Um, Sticking like glue. How's how's things, Beach? Fucking tough, man. Tough? Yeah. Tough. It's been fucking... Yeah, it's been a weird week for me. A little bit emotional. I don't know what's going on. Fucking bit, bit of a rough... I think it's just after Father's Day I was a bit off. But, um, man, work is pumping. Like, not really, like, getting jobs, but we're fucking getting a lot of quotes and it's taking up a shitload of time. Like, big quotes, don't know if I'm going to get them, but to be honest, like, I'm fucking running already, so I don't know what summer's going to be like. I feel like I've aged this week. <laughs> you've been um, you've been fucking, you've had a rough one as well. Yeah, we got, um, I had, like, 50 cubes of soil in my backyard. Probably, right? Um, and obviously people that listen to the podcast know, like we, we do have some flood issues Yeah. and, um, I got this laser light from, it was a renegade one, Yeah. but, um, it was my neighbors. Yeah. He just let me have a little play around with it. And so I'm just like, you know, having a look at where the water pools and stuff like that. And I'm shooting this laser around and legitimately some areas like it it doesn't look like you can look at it and go like oh this is a nice flat area and it's legitimately like a 40 centimeter ruler lower fuck in the middle just like yeah gradual fall down gradual fall up Mm -hmm. and um you know i had more than enough soil to be able to correct this but where the pool has been put in needs to be built up around that because it's it's way higher yeah and man it's just like (laughs) i got this dingo offshorey yeah now everyone knows we love shorey right yeah yeah but he can be he can be a bit spacey sometimes yeah and it's not his work dingo apparently oh thank fuck (laughs) because man i got this thing and i'm like full (laughs) starting and then um I just sort of turned off. I turned it off to walk away, grab a durry or something, and I just could hear these noises like, like just noises that shouldn't be coming from a dingo that's turned off. Oh shit! And man, this thing was fucking steaming and just carrying on. Eh? No it way. was actually like the radiator was like going like, I am fucking hot. <laughs> and. I just I don't know anything about dingoes. Oh shit. Um anyway, she had no water. Oh, and then no. when I was there, I was like, well, fuck it, I'll just might as well check the oil. Yeah. No fucking oil. Oh my god. <laughs> and like kind I of like Rusty's it. car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, I like text Shory and he's like, Oh yeah, man, sounds like she's hot. And I'm thinking like, this is a fucking expensive piece uh. of machinery um and so filled it up with water no dramas but like i wasn't sure i knew where the oil dipstick was but i wasn't exactly sure where the sump is because okay. there's hydro oil to add for all your bucket yeah. stuff and then obviously there's the sump so i went on youtube and i'm like having a look no content on a, on a dingo, except for a Toro dingo, yeah, which is completely different, yeah. right? Is and that the turbo force or is that the actual? Nah, it's like it's an like actual a little, Toro okay, dingo, cool. yeah. 
Um, so anyway, I, I did manage to work it out. But like Shorey sends me a text and he's like, because I was like, oh, is it just, you know, normal diesel oil? Yeah. And he sends me a screenshot <laughs> of this oil. He's like, I think this is the one. Then like two minutes later, he's like, oopsies, that's the hydro oil. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking shit. like, that ain't no little oopsies. Yeah. Like that's, you know. And that, anyway, that would have been bad. I fucking, um, I got it sorted and I've laid, like I've, I've spread me fill and it just like, I just, I'm not coping with. It's not that bad. You're just having a bit of a fucking blowout. I just looked at it before. It's not that bad. Once you top soil it, I think. Yeah, what my issue is, is that I need a trench dug all the way from my switchboard to the pool yeah. before I can turf. Yeah. And like, if it was me, I would have turfed it yesterday. Yeah. You know, yeah. but now I have to actually wait 10 days. I think other dogs running through it and yes. shit. No, fuck. <laughs> it's bad. No, dude, it, dude it's bad. Because it's not... It doesn't look like terrible soil though. I thought when you said there was a bit of clay through it, I was expecting to fucking roll in and just see it fucking clumped everywhere. But it kind of laid out all right. Oh, bro, it's when you get up close and yeah. personal. If <laughs> yeah, you that was think, from the window. If you think about laying turf on it. Yeah. Oh, no, fuck. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So anyway, it's been – it has been very stressful Um because, you know, it's a whole new area. You want yeah. it to be like schmick and nice and yep. you, you paid all this money. And, um, you know, just with work and then kids and mm-hmm. I just quick sidebar. Now, this isn't like, I know this isn't like a let's listen to all of Ben's problems. <laughs> but where the girls go horse riding, I've talked about it's like a community thing. Yeah. The dads help out, yep. even though I'm the only one, right? Um, the dad. They wanted me to float a horse to the vet um, to get an operation. And okay. I'm like fucking balls deep in this shit, man. Yeah. And um, went around there and because the ram truck is pretty high, yeah, I couldn't get this float off. Oh, fuck. And um, anyway, I we reversed up a hill to get it higher. I got it all off and fucked the horse off. And I was supposed to – they ended up putting the horse down. <laughs> so, you know, anyway. Yeah, meat I've, pies all around. <laughs> I've had to go pick up the float and I was by myself. Oh, fucking hell, bro. And the dog wheel sunk and I I, can't, I couldn't get it on. Yeah. And I ended up just telling the lady, look, man, I got my own shit going on, eh? Yeah. Um, you'll it have seems to, to be a repeat thing, man. They're fucking – they're bringing you in for everything. She's like full. She's like, oh, I'm just, I'm so upset about the horse. And I was like, just in my head, I was like, look, lady, <laughs> I, I, I feel bad as well. But oh, like, dude. I got you know my own shit going on. So. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, it's um, but yeah, I tell you what, Beach, you know when we talk about work and being motivated and yeah. you know things like that, I tell you. I could have fucking worked until 12 o'clock at night to get this done just because yeah. I was so determined to have it done. Like I couldn't – like when it went dark is when I would stop obviously and, you know, like I would just be sitting there all through dinner and that just being like fucking – I could I could <laughs> go like, on screen right yeah, now. Just fucking you know? put a silencer on the dingo. I'm sure it's not the fucking <laughs> quietest machine in the world. No, well, so it, it's <laughs> – yeah, that wasn't that much work. Obviously, we're just riding a yeah. dingo isn't yeah. too bad. It's afterwards 
I've got huge, big rocks of clay, man. Yeah. Like, so there's just a lot of manual raking and, yeah. you know, just jigging up stuff. Yuck. So, um, yeah. Oh, a bit of a fun weekend. I've actually... Uh... No, I'm going to Toowoomba. Oh, true. Yeah, I'm going to go see the pretty flowers. Oh, the flower festival's on yeah. up in Woomba. Yeah. Nice. So, um, when do people listen to this? Mon- oh, Monday. Monday. Yeah. You'll okay. be back. Cool. You'll, yep. be, you'll be back, mate. Um, you were talking about dingoes, some fucking exciting news coming out of the US that I can um, let slip. Um, Skag are bringing out a bunch of new products and they are fucking sick. So Skag are bringing out something called a jackal and it's basically like a dingo with a fuckload of attachments. The attachments uh, on that I have photos of are forklift attachments. Oh, yeah. Talk but, to um, me, brother. <laughs> yeah, you need one. You fucking need one, dude. And, um, yeah, so there, I think there's going to be, like, a flail attachment and um, also a fucking bucket attachment and things like that. So that's pretty cool. A bar spreader wouldn't go astray. Right <sighs> I'm sure they'll have all that shit. Um, it's just not a lot of details. <laughs> I've just got photos and sort of basically what they're called. So just quickly, what other companies, obviously Toro. Yeah, Toro. all amongst got that one. stuff. Um, Gravely has. Do they? Yeah, Gravely has one. Oh, okay. Never I seen it. I think it's battery. Really? Yeah, it's like a big tracked thing with a bucket. Yeah, this one's tracked as well. It's not wheeled, so yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, I know Toro's got two. They've got the multi-force deck that you can also – but then you can also mow with it, can't you? Yeah, so that is just a grandstand and the multi-force – I think unhitches and you can put a core and stuff like oh, that on sweet. it. The other one that they have is like a, it's yeah, it's like yeah. with the buckets and everything. Well, the the photos, uh, I still think it's a prototype, but there's a battery V ride photos. Um, there's photos of a robot mower that's also a prototype. Uh, so um, that's a remote control jobby. Yeah, um, looks pretty mean. It's all tracked and everything. Uh, but the most exciting thing to get, like it looks like it's ready to rock and roll is the new Skag V-Ride XL. It looks fucking dope. It comes in 52, 61, 72, all the big block engine options. So your 40 horsepower Briggs & Stratton, like your Vanguard, uh, 38 horsepower EFI Cola and 38.5 or whatever, that big FX1000 Kawasaki. Um, it's all dual wheel options, uh, hydro, deck lift, um, they've changed up the belt path, so the belt path stays true, mowing fucking all day, every day. Which is super important, everyone, because, look, it, it's it's more important for probably the Australian industry than anywhere else. Yeah. Um, on any of these ride-ons, where the belts are situated to, to go onto the shaft of the motors, when we mow so low... And you can tell by my hand movements if, you watch, <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, your belt path goes from flat to pretty angled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so there is obviously the ZK, and I, I think Ferris might do one as well. Yeah, or maybe I'm wrong about it. no. The, tur- the turfy was um, <laughs> the turf tiger was uh, shaft driven, but it still had a a belt path from the from the actual. Um, drive system to the deck. So that's still still had a little bit of angle. But, yeah, man, this is exciting. And everything, all sizes are 
compatible with dual wheel systems. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what's so, what's really cool is that brands are still being super innovative. Yeah, huge um, man. It's funny, like GIE is probably rolling around what next month. Yeah, I'm a bit sad. I'm not going this one. Um, <laughs> so that would be yeah, that would be tough. But um, now I know what's going to be there. You know, it's going to be yeah, like it's because um, did did they do any proper reveals last year? Yeah, yeah, they brought out the Aero Core. So oh, that yeah. was the Aerator, the yeah. SFC21. Um, they had a few other things there. They had the SFC30 battery there on display. Um, have those – obviously the, the SFC21 has been released. And it's just, just dropped into your local dealer now. So yeah, if you want to go and check it out. We should be out, pointing that out. Yeah, go and um, check it out. Um, I saw there's a lot of people had them on pre-order. I've seen like fucking seven or eight just in a, like just last night while I was quickly skimming through social media, new ones out in the field. So well, apparently the number went from like forty to a hundred. <laughs> yeah, real like, quick. Like a yeah, apparent. Yeah. I was talking to Will from uh, Rosebud. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, man, exciting times. Everyone loves new stuff, um, especially to to chuck a seven horsepower onto um, on a twenty one inch. It's it's fucking cool. I I've actually got mine outside on the. On the rig, um, yeah, that's, that's me fucking daily pushy now. So you've got the 21? Yeah, yeah, I've got the 21. I've got the 5 horsepower one. Beauty. 5 horsepower, fucking swingback blade kit, and uh, works a treat. Yeah, so for the swingback, um, for anyone who's looking at the SFC 21, uh, don't forget to reach out to Mole Merch for your swingback blade kit. Yeah. It's going to be an exclusive item. Um, was going to be a Scargo EM yeah. part in Australia. Um, but now um, Will is just going to manufacture that nice. and be the reseller. So don't forget to jump on a mower merch. Fuck yeah, mower merch for the win. Um, some exciting things are happening. The uh, the event is progressing behind the scenes. Uh, website's done. Got our new logo. All the crews are in place. We've got a few, few options for sites in Melbourne and Sydney. Um, just waiting on prices and things like that. So... Do we have a name yet? We do, but I'm not going to announce it yet. I've, okay. I've, um, I'm just waiting for my confirmation email for registration. Sure. So okay. Some fucking dog will jump on and be like, yeah, your fucking name will cost you fucking 10 grand, you can. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so today. Yeah. What are we talking about? So today I thought, you know, entering the season, I fucking had a list of you know, topics and I threw him at Ben and he's like, oh, why don't we do red flags and unicorns? So basically today we'll have a chat about customers. It's a good time of the year um, to reassess your customer base. We we got fucking, we got like six customers, so I'm cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, for, for all those guys running those residential runs, it's, it's probably a really good time to have a look into it and see who's been pissing you off for the last two years and who you, you can move on and prices and all that sort of stuff yeah and there is a difference between like the topic today is red flags so yeah. it's you know customers that maybe are shit payers or mm-hmm. lay you off or constantly let you down <clears throat> this that's going to be different to a situation where maybe you have like a really great customer um but maybe it was just a little underquoted or yeah you know like it's but it's still worth keeping the, there because you know they kind of don't piss you off it's like no, yeah. no hassle yeah um 
But, you know, for all the new people in the industry or realistically, even some of the old fogies that, you know, sometimes you just go through the motions and you just forget about these red flags. <laughs> yeah. um, get back to fortnightly mows during summer and then all of a sudden you start seeing your fucking, your, um, your bills mount up in the background there, all the unpaid invoices. Um, unfortunately, too, another thing is cash. If, if people were supposed to leave cash out for you every time you roll through, I used to have that all the time and then I'd have to make a special trip out because my pocket was getting a bit light. Mm. I'd have to go for a little weekend trip to pick up all my cashies. Um, but no, I think I think now is definitely a perfect time to jump jump onto your your uh, Excel spreadsheet if you've got one, or your diary, or however you do your things, and and fucking highlight some of those customers that just give you the shits. Yeah, because realistically, the beard lawnsman is actually going through one of these situations right Fuck. now, and he should be acting on his own words here. 100%. (laughs) I I chat with BJ like almost every day, right? Yeah. And he's just telling me about this customer. Now, it's not a resi customer, big customer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, I mean, these red flags are just jumping up and fucking turkey slapping you right in your mouth. The fucking, the, so it's a, it's a big body corp. And I think I've mentioned that they've cancelled us once before here on the podcast and, you know, it's it's a fucking painful one. It, it's not – so they're good payers. It's great work, but the fucking politics. And this is something that I point out to everyone who, who asks me about body corp work and um, not so much commercial work, but it does happen. But the fucking politics that you come across in these situations is, is huge and, and this, is the, this is a big one. So um, basically I've got a body corp um, and they've been running a little bit – funny since I started. So I started in 2019. Now I fucking put in a really good quote then and I was able to not 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 jump up the price um, over the last couple of years because it's it was quoted so well at the start, like way above any of my other body corps. And that's probably why I put up with the shit for so long. But anyway, they um so they had one person who basically was the dominant person on the body corp they fucking they had everybody in check um they also owned three units in the complex they also owned the body corporate services that ran the complex yeah so fucking fighting a beast so yeah that's huge like conflict of interest conflict of interest conflict of interest like everywhere you'll turn um anyway so I, I only found out recently that there's a the gardening liaison. She's she's lovely. She um, she's such a lovely person, but I didn't know that she was getting paid eight hundred bucks a week just to be the gardening liaison. Now, in a body corporate situation, if you're on the committee and you're getting paid to do a job for that body corp, that's a big no no. It's a fucking big no no, and it's all blown up. And um, there was a big AGM this week and. Yeah, man, fucking these this other half of the village that were were fucking mutiny. It was like mutiny, like half the village was against the other half of the village and we were just stuck in the middle because, you know, the boys are trying to do street work and they're just coming out like, oh, have you heard about this? And we're, we're just across the board. I'm just like fucking stay out of it. Mm. It's not our place. They, let them in fight. Learn from Benny's mistakes. Yeah, learn from Ben's mistakes. Do not get involved. Politics is not what we're doing. We're fucking lawn and garden maintenance crew. So just stick to that. Anyway, my boys listen and, um, you know, obviously still let, 
they come out. But I got an <laughs> I got an email from a guy who was going onto the committee, and for some reason he knew he was going onto the committee. I don't know how. hadn't been voted, but he's like, I'm going to be the new secretary, and. Um, he didn't know my name, which was like, okay, I've only worked there for like five years, but uh, didn't know my name, uh, didn't know the hours we worked, didn't know how much we got paid a week and he he got shut down on at the AGM. So he sent me, he sent me all these emails and then yesterday he sent me another email saying, hi, Brendan, uh, just letting you know that the AGM didn't go as well as I'd hoped. Um, everything's the same as normal and I hope to talk to you soon. And that was it. And I was just like, fuck this. Like I really got to, I got to figure something out. And, um, you know, the gods were listening to me yesterday. I got a call and, um, hopefully today, this afternoon, I'm going to quote another 200 unit village that will dwarf like this one is fucking nothing compared to a 200 like this one is... It's about double the size. I know the village you're talking about. Yeah. It's about... It might not be double the size land area. It's 19 acres. But it's... Yeah, well, so it's the better part of double, but yeah. but densely planted. So densely planted. Um, so I'm thinking like two, two guys full time and then uh, a part-time crew to come in two days a week. Big, um, big, big huge, opportunity. Huge opportunity. It's with a company that I already work with. Um, so, yeah, massive opportunity for me to sort of, yeah, I've got to step up though. got to fucking step up my game. Might take me off the tools completely except for my 40 and a few little acreages, um, which, you know, I'm, I'm sort of partial to those jobs. So I'm glad that I'll still be able to slip them in. But I don't know, man, it's fucking scary. Scary, no, I, scary. Yeah, I mean, I think, geez, I don't know. I don't know. I know if I was in your situation, still in it, if I had a won that job, I'd probably decrease everything to just your your three main sites. Yeah. And I would I would keep green leaves, I'd go the newbie and I'd keep the 40 and I'd fuck all the other shit off. Really? That's what I would have done. Um, yeah, just see. because it's then you could just float around the yeah, two sites. That's true. Get your profits. Yeah. Um, you know, you still have to employ people. Yeah. You could do the 40 by, you know, because and then that's your sort of chill time where you yeah. get a reasonable paycheck, you know, because you've got the, the big machine. Um, that's personally what I'd do. Yeah. I think I'm a bit too greedy for that. I think I've got too many really nice complexes. I've got a couple that I wouldn't want to part with. Um, that are quite profitable now that because we just did a massive price rise on everything. Um, and, and I gather you're not getting any red flags from these places. No, fuck no. Apart nah. from the one. No, it's just the one. The, yep. I think pretty much the rest are easy days. Like I'm earning good money and the, the extras are huge. Um, so, you know, there's fucking landscaping, there's plant outs, there's mulching. Like next year, the mulching that we're going to have to do next year is just fucked. I'm going to need a, a fucking a jackal here fucking ASAP, man. It's going to be bonkers. So, but um, yeah, look, red red flags for me, they're, they're normally, they have to be big. And it's more to do with the actual people who live in the village. Like those red flags, like if there's someone who's just a fucking painful 
picky fuck, then yeah, that's they're the red flags I have to look out for. I think residentially, it's it's a bit more. Well, let's it's a set, bit easier. Let's set the table for you know some of our residential contractors. I know that like I'll I'll always maintain like if you don't have any other work to do, what door is fucking banging? I don't know. I'll get it. Keep talking. Um, I don't think it's that one, or I don't know. Um, apologies, everyone. Most unprofessional podcast. Um, fucking oath. So um, no, we're setting the table for residential, and and what I what I mean by this is that you know, if you don't have any other work to go to, then maybe you just have to put up with these red flags, right? Yeah. But if you've got other work coming in, there's other leads, you've got other opportunities. Now could be a really great time to take a look at it and say, well, look, I can earn extra money by squeezing this job in or doing this, you know, rah rah, but. If it's a case of my day would just be easier and I still get some profit, okay, maybe I have to lose these five people that are fucking pissing me off. Yeah. What's the point on doing the job if, you know. <laughs> yeah. If you're you, not getting paid until fucking two months later. Well, it's not even just about that too. It's about really enjoying Yeah. what – so like right now – and I, I can't speak for all markets, but right now the weather is mild. Yeah. You know, it's not hot. It's not cold. It's one of the few, like we've probably got a four-week window left of just really nice work days. Yeah. Um, and come November, your skin is going to be burning by <laughs> 9 o'clock in the morning, you yes. know, especially in Queensland. Yesterday right? we did the 40, Will and I, and oh, my God, it was a Fucking amazing day. A little bit dusty. Like Brisbane's a fucking it is dusty. just a shithole at the moment yeah. for green grass. Like it's really sad. You still got a bit of greenage. Unless you live on fucking <laughs> Foley Road. Um, um, do you no, want me to? I, I painted that. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's typically a green patch yeah. anyway, but it, it looks really green. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but no, I I get what you're saying. I, I think um, I think when I was in the residential game, especially in the first couple of years. It was really hard for me to get rid of people. Like they had to be seriously fucking terrible. Like basically non-paying and, you know, just pieces of shit for me to bail. Um, And it's also I think it's a good time to look at um, like route density and things like that. And maybe while it's still a little bit quiet, when you're doing those guys on monthly or something like that is do the the nine. I think it's like a nine rule. You do like the nine nine houses around, so three on each side and three across the road or something like that with, with cards or flyers or something like that. Um, it's definitely it's definitely a good time to – I know that it's still quiet and I get into the habit of being like, oh, fuck, I can have an early day today. Or you can stay out for an extra hour, throw some cards around, put some marketing material out, whatever you have to do. And maybe potentially pick up something that'll sort you out for next year. Maybe you can pick up season. Some, maybe you can pick up some more red flag clients. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe you can fucking pick up my fucking village. Um, no, look, I just think um, everyone always gets so consumed. I mean, maybe I'm just putting myself back in a in a situation. Yeah, you know that maybe doesn't exist anymore for for a lot of contractors, but. You know, I used to come home from a day's work or maybe it would be before a day and I'd be like, 
you know, I really don't want to go and mow this old bitch's lawn or, mm. you know, like I'm just thinking about some of the clients that would like. Come out yeah. every time. Yeah. And like talk I'm, to you like, oh, do you think you could. And, um, and just, watch you mow. Yeah. You know, like, where, you, you know, then you, you know, you might drive around the corner and it might be just this really nice lawn that you just really enjoy mowing yeah. and you get paid well for it. And it's like, you know, how much more enjoyable was that Yeah, compared to, and it could be even these red flags are not necessarily just about people. Yeah. It could be that you have to lift a mower down six stairs Yeah, or it could be that the parking sucks. Um, uh, yeah. You know, there's just so many, scenarios here with red flags that I think it's just a really great time of year to take a look at your list and say, you know, how can I still be profitable but really maintain my happiness? Yeah. Because I think being happy, you have a look. If, if you're watching on YouTube, you have a look at me and BJ right now. He looks worn out <laughs> and a little bit, you know. I'm fucked. Um, and... I'm okay, but I I definitely am a little and obviously for me it's not actually work related. Yeah. <laughs> but it does all tie in. Oh, hundred percent. Like work life balance. Like if you fucking if you're absolutely destroying yourself during your, your lifetime, then you know, your work's gonna suffer. You're gonna the, be tired, you're gonna be snappy. The only like, thing that has saved me. What this do you want week, a fucking refund on your dog? <laughs> the only the only thing that has saved me this week is we actually sold out of catch pros. Oh nice. <laughs> and so So you had a bit of time up your sleeve. Well, the the time that I gained was I, I don't have anything to build. Yeah. Um, so, but it's about to be on because I'm, I'm, I'm about to pick up, <laughs> about to pick up another hundred. So, oh, today, uh, well, I'm waiting for the email. Ooh, so, nice. um, you know, that's always, that, that always keeps me busy for a couple yeah, of days. Um, Fuck, sidebar dude. I, um, so we've had a few issues with drainage at my house and I'm a fat fuck. So getting up on the roof is not, is not something that I enjoy doing. It's two stories. It's a fucking big drop and uh, I don't want any thing to get broken when I hit the deck. Uh, but I legitimately had some guy come in and do a fucking fantastic job on the solar panels, the hot water uh, solar panel uh, and all the gutters. And, man, no wonder we had fucking drainage issues. Up on our roof there were screwdrivers, there was fucking beer cans in every one of the downpipes. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Yeah, bro. I was like, fuck, I wish I did this like six months ago. But, yeah, man, little sidebar, this dude fucking absolutely just – he took so many photos, did an excellent job. So I'll be um, – I'll definitely be getting his name and putting it all over the fucking local page. But, dude, who the fuck throws empty beer tins on a roof at, of a house they're trying to sell? Because it's not that old, man. Like, the tins weren't that old. I can imagine me doing some dumb shit like that, like, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, but the people who used to live in just the house were, like, in their 30s with their parents still living there. Yeah, well, that's a red flag. <laughs> um, Maybe it wasn't such a sidebar. That's a red flag. Fuck you, mom. Yeah, fuck you, mom. I'm sick of this shit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's um. Have you been up on the roof here? Uh, not not the big roof. That's that's pretty high up. <laughs> you, you fucking. Um, you should go and have a look. I've been as high as the roof because yeah. I've started painting the gutters. Yeah. Um, but. Not physically on the roof. Imagine what's on this roof. It's a, 
Nah, it's uh, nah, it's as clean as a whistle. Is though. it? Well, I haven't been up there. Does Curdy have a drone? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just know, like, they, you reckon there'd be some shit up there? Not really, because in the actual ceiling, that's where I thought. You oh, know, okay. all the mad shit and it's like pristine and it's beautiful <laughs> up there. I found yeah. a little mole bowl. That's about it. Oh, mad. Um, chop. Most of the action was downstairs. Yeah, fair enough. You know. in, so, the, in the fuck dens. Um, another quick sidebar. Our pod brothers, uh, Luke and Gary, have fucking... Oh, what the fuck? ...teamed up for a bloody 69er. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Nothing they didn't invite me and BJ for a tea party. Yeah, what's going on? Um, but nevertheless, go and check out that episode because yeah. I think, um, look, I think it's great. You know, we talk about networking and the, the contractor community, you know, lots of contractors, yeah. um, you know, connecting in various ways to help each other out. Yeah. And, you know, the Skull Sessions does the same thing with, uh, it's podcast competitors. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, um, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Me neither. Um, and it's no disrespect. For me, it's more about, um, you know, I would say like 95% of the conversations that I have on a daily basis (laughs) are actually about lawn mowing. (laughs) And so in my free time, I don't like to hear anything else about it. Fair Um, enough. So that's kind of my little thing. Yeah. Also, what's tough about it is I'll talk to Gary Ashton on the phone for an hour. Yeah. On like a Tuesday or something. And we'll either talk about his podcast or what he's got coming up or something else in the industry. Yeah. So when I go and listen to it, it's like, I already lived this with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, so it's certainly no disrespect. But if you are out there on the tools, jump on that podcast, have a listen. Um, listen to ours first, but, you know. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Don't do it right now. Like, listen to our whole episode and then go on. No, I was going to say. Listen to ours twice <laughs> to get up our algorithms. Yeah, please um, do. And and rate and review, man. That'd be awesome if some more reviews could come through. It gives us something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. And, we uh, a, we've, we've, we've been lacking in reviews lately. We had a bunch come through in the first, say, you know, 70 episodes and then they've sort of slowed down so we'd love to if you if you enjoy the podcast throw us a review on the apple podcast platform and that'll just bump us up the list again give us better algorithms and more people will be able to reach out to us so i think most of our listens actually come from spotify do they yeah i believe so but if you listen to it on spotify jump over onto apple podcast because that's the only place you seem to be able to leave a review that's right Fucking he's a spotify catch up <laughs> they got joe rogan they fucking spent all their money on joe rogan um I can't remember what I was going to say. It was about um, the uh, lawn shed, everyone. Well, fuck yeah. Now, um, you, if, if you're flicking through Instagram and some of your socials, you'll start to see the season is like on for all your coring and your thatching and stuff yeah. like that. Um, now, I will say right at this very minute, like last week was really hot. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, the season's on. Let's start ripping this shit apart. <laughs> and then these southeasterly winds have just been, you know, like te- temperatures probably dived like three degrees. Yeah, it's a bit chilly, Willie. So like when you open that window earlier, it was like that breath of fresh air, which is like, Pah. but nevertheless, 
Um, it's going to be on. Yeah. Lawn Shed has all your chems and everything getting rolling. I've got a um, shout out for Tom Freeman. Um, he was uh, he was on he was on the internet last night spending money. Really? Yeah, because I got a notification. He bought some chems and he used the skull sessions. Oh fuck yeah, Tom! Code. Then I get an order from Catch Pro as well. Oh, nice. So uh, he got a paycheck. Paper money, money. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much. Yeah, boy. Um, and everyone else should jump on too. And yeah, take, definitely take a look at what they got it going out there. I'll I know, take advantage. Um, I don't think I get a cut of. Uh, you know, <laughs> what I spend. I think that's just fucking double dipping. But uh, no, it's awesome, man. I, I love working with Lawn Shed. They're, they're a good bunch of people. They they have some good um, good advertising too. Lot like uh, Not like the shit that, that's been run on the Skull Sessions. <laughs> what, what was I going to talk about? Fuck yeah, the Lawn Shed. Yeah, eh? fucking oh, Yeah, fucking Lawn Shed. Fucking, hey, this one's for Rubes. Oh, fuck, I've got to turn down. Fuck. <laughs> fucking hell. When we do the opening, the opening music, I fade it out and I forget to turn it up every single fucking time. And then, uh, you know, I did get rubes with that that gunshot last week. Oh, I think, I think, fuck yeah, it. Benny I got Brown. A, I got a few of them. Fuck yeah. No, Sorry, no, it was boys. Anthony Hahn. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Texted oh. us in. He said the gunshot almost fucking made him drive off the road. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. You'll fucking never know when it's coming. I saw you were mowing on a slope the other day, Beach. Yeah, yeah. It was and a fucking. It someone a, come out with their. Did they come out with a square and like a compass and everything no, else? I don't know. He's from Capalaba. Apparently, he went and um, quoted the job. I haven't met the bloke, but um, he fucking he just threw out twenty two degrees. That was that was the comment, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I don't know." If, I, first of all, I was like. He had some credibility because he had seen the hill. Yeah, yeah, he'd seen the hill. But, but man, there's fucking but underneath the grass. It's, it's different when you do it, right? Yeah, fucking oath. Can I just say, remember, everyone remembers the motorbike jump. Yeah. Mowing thing. Mm-hmm. You look at that and you even watch us mowing it and that footage is nothing <laughs> about the way that it felt. Fuck no. You know what I mean? Like no one can really say, oh, okay, you know, that wasn't that extreme, or, yeah. you know, until you're physically on that mullet doing that job. Yeah. And look, I don't know how many fucking degrees it was. I've fucking, I've been mowing on a fucking zero turn for fucking seven years. I thought it was fucking steep. It's, it was unusually steep for me to mow. Uh, the fucking, if I couldn't drive up it forwards, that's fucking steep. So, you know, <laughs> I was just like, can't steep whatever yeah and if yeah. i fucking if i did lean too far forward on that hill fucking humpty dumpty would have been rolling down that hill for sure <laughs> for sure man it was fucking but no it was a pretty clean block i i actually enjoyed it i haven't done a block slash in a long time there was only half a tree a couple of lead pipes and a fucking couple Ooh. of half bricks but um the only thing i did hit was a there was a rock and it was buried and because it, it was like kind of fresh uh, when I turned, this rock actually fucking came out of the soil mm. and, um, yeah, it just went underneath the side of the deck and oh, heard no. a few. Ming, 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 ming. Oh, you know that. <laughs> yeah, fucking got you, Ruben. Bam, bam. <laughs> R.I.P. Anthony. <laughs> um, that actually happened to me with the Catch Pro on once. Mm. I turned on someone's, the corner of their driveway and a little brick came out and um, <laughs> it... Was it at the mansion? Yeah, and I actually... <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew exactly where it would have been. And I think I posted it. Um, it actually went into the Catch Pro. Did it? Yeah, like I caught the brick. That's mad. <laughs> so. I should just fucking start running over, get my own crushed granite business. I'll just start running over pieces <sighs> of granite into the Catch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, fuck. Well, we should get back to our topic. Sorry, everyone. That's all um, right. Sorry, everyone. But no, the fucking cheetah handled it really well. I, oh, have a yeah, fucking sorry about that. Sorry, Let's get mate. back to our topic. Jeez. Fucking boom, skag. Yeah, fucking skag, skag, skag. Oi, they're our major sponsor. Oi, cheese skag. Oi, look behind it. Cheese skag, get me a jackal, eh? Yeah, yeah, let's have three. <laughs> um. All right, so look, back to your red flags. Now, how did you keep your customers in order? Did you have – can you tell the fucking caffeine's just kicked in? Um, can you tell the, like, peoples how you used to keep your customers in order? Because your business was way bigger in residential than mine. I was quite lucky to get into the whole body corporate thing pretty quick. Um, look, I, I was pretty cruisy um, in the sense that, you know, if people – you know, forgot to leave the cash out or, you know, if someone didn't leave a gate open, it, it wasn't the end of the world. Oh, fuck. Not leaving that fucking gate open. But um, it's more about – so I'm talking one-off situations. Yeah, yeah. It's it's much more about the repetitiveness. Um, you know, if someone is constantly leaving a gate closed, then I was very much one of those people like, hey – we really just, you know, I've got a tight run. I've got yep. to hit this. I've got to get to the next one. And if it was really bothering me, then eventually I would turn that customer over for sure. Yeah. Um, because I was just in a situation where I think if, you, if you're knocking back work or you're just not really that interested in picking up the next residential client, yeah. Um, you know, then and, – and I think that this – having this mindset is a great way to get into – um, a few episodes ago when we talked about Paul Luck's business yeah, where he seemed to have this really great small business um, and there's no reason why you can't build that up in stages. Yep. In I'm talking on, on a day-to-day basis. So it might be really tough. I, f- I forget the particulars now how many lawns he actually was 80. doing. He's got 80 all up. Yeah. So was that 40 a week? Yeah, I'd say. I think it yep. was like, yeah. So it – it might not because it's you know I don't want to get all into that episode again, but you know it might be really difficult to build up forty of those in a week. Yeah, but you might be able to get ten yeah. or you know fourteen over two days, and you can break your business down into daily runs mm-hmm. and say like, well, this particular day on this particular route, I've got you know these these eight really great customers that I can get mowed by lunchtime and make a whopping X amount of dollars. Yeah. And the next day it might be like, oh, you know, I've got a couple of good ones here and I've got this guy who fucks me around here. Yeah, and this I've got, one who fucking chats to me for 25 minutes. You know, so you can you can build it up that way and really break things down into into daily runs. Yeah. Um, yeah, and- well, I never looked at my at my daily income. I always looked at the end of the week because I did have a target to try and hit every day, but... When I first started out, like I wasn't always hitting it. I was, it was be like at the end of the week, I could be like, oh, okay, I fucked up this day and I went all right this day. And at the end of the week, it kind of balanced out. But, you know, 
If I, see, I did. If it was I, day-to-day, if I would just be like. I did break down my day-to-day because I? I used to have, um, you know, there would be occasions where I, you know, was doing 700 a day on one day, which 10 years ago is way different to now Yeah, um, as a solo operator. Mm-hmm. But then the next day maybe I'd do 450. And um, so – like what you're saying, yes, you always looked at your end week total, but yeah. I did always break it down into that day to day. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, like these red flag customers, you know, there was a lot of times where I just had to man up and be like, oh, I have to deal with that now until I can get this daily run yeah. up to this point where I want it. I think um, with with the red flaggies, I think um, now's a good time. You can also send a send a text message or an email, whatever, um, basically just saying, hey, it's the start of the season. Uh, I'm much busier now than I was when I first started. Uh, these are the time. Like basically say, if you don't fucking fall into line, it's game over for you. Basically that's what I did just before I got out of the residential thing. And you know, some people didn't like it, but I think a lot of people kind of liked that communication. I think that's another big I think thing with commun- red flags. If like, you're communicating it properly. Yeah, yeah. I think you need to tiptoe because some, you know, obviously. Because it can backfire. <laughs> yeah, big time. And like I'll even say, like, you know, I haven't been in, in the mowing game for, I haven't been active in the mowing game for almost 24 months now. Yeah. Um, so it's not like I'm dealing with clients, you know, but this horse lady out the back. Yeah. That was going to take on the twins. You know, she kept letting us down and I sort of, you know, really cracked the shits and was like, look, if you can't commit or whatever, like I'm going to go somewhere else. Right, right. And yep. she, she wrote back and was like, okay, here's a refund. And like I was bluffing, <laughs> you know, like and it, it worked out for the good yeah, anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, you just have to be careful. Like yeah. if you, you – the way that you should communicate it um, – you know, should be kind of elegantly. Yeah, I think. Instead of just being. Point blank. Don't just fucking. <laughs> don't be an asshole like Ben. No. Because it can backfire. Yeah, I think because uh, sometimes when there's emails to be sent, um, my wife will be like, hey, do you, do you want to send this or do you want me to? Because she is fucking, she's blunt. I mean, I have to, it's really unfortunate, but I have to do it. To people even with catch pro yeah someone you know might put an order in for a whipper gripper and we've got a lead time yeah and you know we're, we are making those times yeah but some people are just like hey i'm really pissed off where's my order and you know it, it's not like it happens immediately but you can be like look you know as per the website listing we have a lead time and they're like yeah i know but it says one to two weeks and it's almost been <laughs> two weeks. And, you know, I usually write back, look, we'll ship this immediately. However, if you're not satisfied, like I'll just refund you right now. Yeah. Um, and no one ever really, no, no one's ever taken up that refund. No. Ooh. But it's one of those things where like I have sort of just like, that's already the end of the road. Now, yeah. if you're a contractor and you're like, you know, laying down stipulations and you sort of catch someone in a bad mood, 
it can kind of end up, oh, fuck you, mate. I'll just go and find someone else, which may be the actual best scenario for you. (laughs) You might not, it might not be on your terms, but it might actually be the best. Yeah. But you just want to be careful. You know, you don't want that person to then go and say, you know, this dick knows from catch protein. <laughs> I did no. find that though when I was a contractor and I did send those sort of um, emails or texts out and saying, you know, like kind of ship up or ship out. Um, no, I fucking, I, I got a few, um, well, look, we're just going to look for someone else. And I was like, well, fuck you, you fucking dogs. And then I'd just like go out of my way just to try and get more work and just sort of be like, yeah, fuck you. Kind of motivated me to be a bit of an asshole and. Just push a little bit harder. The worst one is when they're like, oh, I'm just going to get my son to do it. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh no. Nah. The worst one is when you get like a real fucking sexy acreage and they're like, oh, my <laughs> husband just wants to buy his own mower. I'm like, oh, well, if he doesn't buy a skag, you know. <laughs> See, all of those ones, um, that were, they were immediate red flags for me. Like if I, if I wasn't going to yeah. get the mowing, yeah. then. Um, yeah, I then, don't do gardening anymore. <laughs> Have a listen to us, eh? <laughs> no, I just, it's just, no, uh, like I know what I make, like to you do. You can make more money off the mine. Yeah, I know what I like to do and I know what my boys like to do. And what you're equipped to do, right? And what we're equipped to do, yeah, 100%. And look, there is a massive gardening element. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't consider hedging gardening Neither. Um, and spraying as gardening. Neither. I feel like gardening is like pruning roses and like getting into gardens and Turning over Yeah, doing that sort of stuff. Like hedging, spraying and mowing are like things that I like to do, what the boys like to do. So, yeah, basically that's why we love the body corp stuff because it's just that on repeat over and over and over again. You get to know these fucking hedges off by heart. You get to see everything improve and that's where our joy comes from. But then you fuck it. You throw in a garden cleanup though sometimes. That's like different again. Like that's I like doing garden cleanups. We did one at a tennis center not that long ago, and the fucking place looks ten thousand times better. Charged excellent money for it. It's way more fun than routine gardening. And when you're with a big like, with there was three of us there, and we were like, "Fuck yeah!" Until someone fucking picked up a scoop of fucking garden rubbish with a dog shit underneath. That that sort of put a yeah, that was a bit sad. Yeah, good old poop. Wasn't me. <laughs> so it was kind of. Kind of like, <laughs> oh, no, he's angry. <laughs> um, well, anyways, look, I think um, everyone sort of has the idea about these red flags that you should be taking yeah. note of at this time of year. Um, you know, we, we encourage everyone, all of our contractors, to, to be having the most enjoyable work experience they can. Yeah. Um, and now, like... You know, we it, it's a great time right now, but come Christmas time, it's just going to be hell on earth. Yeah, you know, with the the growth and the heat, and you know, the rain season and things like that. So 100%. try and get your customers in order now. Try and leave some room for opportunity later on. Yep. Um, and also, I don't. I don't think you should be going. Sorry, I, I don't think you should be going out and cutting. You know. 15, 20% of your clientele loose. <laughs> no. That's not what I'm saying. But just take a look at it. Keep it in your mind. And I also think too, when you drop a customer, do it the right way. Yeah. Don't just 
say when they're due, hey, we're not coming. Give them a heads up, hey, you know, due to unforeseen circumstances, we can no longer service your property. Yeah. That's all it has to be. Yeah, and I think with in regards to, um, you know, dropping customers, I think the the bad press that you can get from that, if you do it the wrong way, fuck, that just flows, just goes forever. And if you pick the wrong person to piss off, your name can get dragged. Like we've seen people with their fucking Google reviews and shit. Like people, people which Google reviews fucking pisses me off. Yeah, because like, can you even get rid of them? No, I don't think so. I think I, mean, you I can don't re- even know how to access. My I think own. you can request them to be taken down for you know grounds that they're untrue or whatever. But I think all you can do is um, basically get everyone on your list to fucking write as many five stars as you can to push that shit one down the down the track. Um, but with the with the opportunities thing you you said before, it's also a good idea to if you have picked a bunch of customers to um, sort of give notice to basically say ship up or fuck off. Um, I think after that crew of customers, I think you should also keep in mind the next batch to go, the next ones down the run because if a big opportunity comes up, like a village that'll take up two days of your time or you know, even a day of your time, that's another 10 customers that you need to either get rid of or you need to start thinking about employing someone. So, And and I think uh, another point to bring up, we should have got onto this a bit earlier in the episode, but red flags while you're quoting. Oh, yeah. You know, like if you can tell that this lady is just going to chew your ear off every mm-hmm. time or if you can tell... Someone's like, oh, I, you know, I, I just have to wait until my paycheck clears or, you, you know, like. It, yeah, what day are you going to come? I just need to make sure it's on my payday. It's um Those it's, types of things. Yeah. I think if you, and it, it can be really hard because that person needs that service. Yeah. And, you know, they, they might be fully capable of paying and mm-hmm. paying on time and living up to customer expectations. But just take note of those red flags. And count their teefies. Um, sometimes if they've got no teefies, it means they spend all their money on other things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and even dog toys and, you know. Dog shit. <laughs> all of the soccer balls and play sets. When I was Desperado, when I first started, I didn't give a fuck if there was like dog shit, dog toys, kids toys, anything in the yard. Didn't know how to quote properly for that sort of stuff. I was just a, I was just a fucking newbie with no idea, no no one on the interwebs to help me help guide me through, and I'd just fucking rock up to these places and I could count the fucking dog shit. I couldn't even count them on my hands and my fucking feet. Like yeah. there'd be twenty in the backyard and they'd all be six inches high, and I'd think, you know, what the fuck am I doing? Like that's I think. There was one lawn that sticks out in my mind and it's the first lawn I ever walked away from, except for the one where I shit my pants. The, the second lawn I walked away from was that it was just covered in dog shit. Um, they knew I was coming. They had plenty of notice and I was like, that's it. I'm fucking done with these kind of customers. I'm not fucking doing this shit. I've done it once and it wasn't this bad. I'm never doing it again. Fucking catch you later. Oh. And they were, they were good payers and everything, but... Yeah, fuck that. I'll never forget this one customer that we had. He actually worked for Brisbane radio station B105. Oh, wow. And so we just, the client just on our list was just called B105 guy. (laughs) 
And man, he had like this big German shepherd. Yeah. That could lay like a proper horse paddy. <laughs> and it's fucked up. Back then with the Hondas with the 195s. So oh. we used to just roll in once a month and um, take the catches off and just drop yeah. it. But holy moly, these Sturges. <laughs> Like sometimes you couldn't see him and I I fully bogged down a mower on one. It, it was actually like this dog went back to the same spot for like a day, uh, for a couple of days and just was just laying a mountain <laughs> Um Just on repeat. You know, and I, I'll never forget, this, this is like 20 years ago. Yeah. This like my dad was working with um, me, and, me and Kyle and um, I just remember like, we we put up with that for so long until our business started to grow and we were like, dude, we gotta cut you loose. Like this is just <laughs> not this is just not the work that we want. It's fucked. It's so gross, but um you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to get through. That's right. I haven't said that one in a while. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting ready to uh cruise out. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um and we'll see you next week on the Lawn Care Skull Sessions. I'm Bennett Catch Pro. He is at TBL. And we're getting on with it. Yeah, peace. Oh.